Festival of Blood Radio. El Zorro? No. El Jacalopo. Yeah, it's June 7th, 2010. It's Festival of Blood Radio. Enjoy. So, uh, how you doing? Having, having an amazing week here. Um, wow. Hopefully hopefully you didn't miss, like, the deal of the week for PC gaming. I, I posted it up on uh, Twitter. And uh, for those that don't know, you know, even if you don't check out my Twitter, if you check out festivalofblood.com, I got a little window over there to the right up at the top of the page that at least shows the latest post. But, uh, yeah, great deal over the weekend on Supreme Commander 2. Picked it up for uh, $10.99. Absolutely freaking amazing. You know, I'm a big fan of uh, the Total Annihilation games. And uh, Supreme Commander, the first one, was like the spiritual successor. And I'll tell you, for as technically superior of a game as uh, Supreme Commander was, never enjoyed it as much as uh, Total Annihilation. So, you know, I was a little, you know, I, I never really got into it. And when Supreme Commander 2 came out, I was like, ah. I don't really want to go drop a ton of cash on this game because I wasn't really, wasn't the biggest fan of the first one. And so I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to hang out for months. And I'm going to wait till Impulse or Steam or Direct Drive or somebody's got it on sale. And holy cow, did they put it on sale. They said it was a 50% off sale, and I'll get into that in just a minute. But the game literally, in a, in a single weekend, went from $49.99 all the way down to $21.99. And then they bumped that to a 50% off sale, which made the thing ten ninety nine. At first I thought, God, this is going to be one of those Steam things where uh, it was a mistake, but you know, I checked it out today and the game is up on Steam. It's twenty one ninety nine, which I got to tell you, even at that price, I would have bought it. And even now at that price, it's an amazing game. So if you have Steam and you're looking to get your real-time strategy on, yeah, check it out. I'm enjoying it. it it's good stuff. Uh, you know, it was, It's really amazing for as long as the game has been out. It really has not had markdowns at retail because I've been checking it out there too. And Steam, up until this last weekend, has kept the game at fifty bucks. So to sl- you know, they call again, they call it a fifty percent off sale, but it was more like a, an eighty percent off sale. They really slashed this game down. So uh, even at twenty one ninety nine, the thing is a steal. Be sure to check it out if you want to get your real time strategy on Supreme Commander Two. Is uh, well, yeah, it's all good. What else have I been doing? Well. More of the usual. I've been playing a lot of Star Trek Online. In fact, I stopped playing Star Trek Online for a few minutes so I could do the show. So, um, what else have I been playing? Red Faction. And join, as I said last week, Red Faction on the PC. And the only reason I bring it up again is just this last week they made an announcement that uh, in March 2011 we're going to be seeing the sequel to uh, Red Faction, which is Red Faction Armageddon. The trailer to this thing actually looks pretty cool. You know, the game, for those that don't know, takes place on Mars, and I guess this is going to kind of do the Doom thing, where uh, they're going to introduce the concept of aliens 
because the trailer basically implies that uh, somehow out of the planet aliens or indigenous species to Mars or something like that, basically something evil and ugly is going to be introduced into the game. So really looking forward to that. You know, it's it's amazing because there's all these trailers out there. You can check out right now, for example, not only the trailer to Red Faction, Armageddon, but uh, other games like Dace X3 and uh, Fear 3. All these videos are just coming out uh, like today or the day before as I'm cutting the show, and they're kind of like, they're calling them E3 trailers, even though E3 doesn't start until June 15th. Uh, but gosh, uh, I guess a lot of game developers and game publishers are saying, hey, let's, uh, let's get out a little bit ahead of the craziness of E3, and if nothing else, uh, create a little buzz around our game now so that when E3 does happen, maybe the press will be a little more interested in checking out and writing about our game. Uh, so looking forward to E3, by the way. We're going to, after E3, which will be the next show, the next show will be after E3 is over, we'll do the usual E3 review. And for those that uh, haven't listened to E3 reviews in the past on this show, yeah, it's not the typical, like, hey, here's what happened. We're going we're gonna to puke into the microphone and tell you what's good, bad, and especially ugly and do it with a giant plate of verbal diarrhea and give you some opinion. So, uh, yeah, look forward to that on uh, the next show to come out, which will be after E3. I, I guess, speaking of puking into the microphone, for those that don't know, E3 is the big expo that happens every year. Um, it's closed to the public. It's only for um, uh, other game developers, but especially the gaming media uh, comes out and sees what's new, presumably for the entire next year. And uh, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo do their big, big conferences, their big press conferences, where they kind of lay out for everyone, here is our vision uh, for the next year, here's our plan for the next year, and here's what games you can expect to be playing within the next year. So, uh, yeah, look for that coming up. I'm always very excited about it. I watch it. I think this year uh, Microsoft's press conference is going to be over on Spike. Uh, look, of course, for uh, a lot of Internet sites, uh, you know, including this one. And, uh, yeah, G4 and other uh, television networks and whatnot to cover it. So really good stuff. Looking forward to that. Yeah, it's it's always very cool to see what's coming out over the next year. We're nothing like Imus. We'll call anyone a nappy hoe. You're listening to Festival of Blood on the Festival of Blood Radio Network. Yeah, going to be kind of an interesting show today because outside of the fact that uh, yeah, the week before E3 is usually pretty calm, there's there's not a lot out there. But uh, hey, hey, by the way, he's picked up a couple of great games on the PSP. You know, one of my uh, favorite places to go buy and check out games on retail, by the way, is Target. If you if you if you don't go by Target every couple of weeks or every week or something like that, just to check out the great prices they have. You know, they, they don't play around. When a game comes out and they need to make room for new games, they clearance the old ones pretty hardcore. Uh, so I picked up some really great PSP games. Picked up Dissidia, for example, for the PSP for fourteen ninety nine, and uh, Final Fantasy Crisis Core was like ten bucks. So I picked up a couple of great PC games. Been enjoying those. You know, Dissidia was a game where I played the demo, 
And uh, much like, I guess, uh, Supreme Commander, I said, well, you know, wait till the game gets a little bit cheaper. And, uh, yeah, it finally hit the magic price. So enjoying that on the PSP. You know, giving some Sony some love. You know, I know we talk about the Xbox a lot on this show, but as uh, longtime listeners know, you know I love my PSP. You know, I've got the uh, original PSP 1000. I love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's, it's perfect. It's the right weight. It's the right size. Eh, it's all good. I love the thing. Hey, it was really interested to see, by the way, that uh, Square Enix also today in the pre-E3 kind of announcements that are floating around out there uh, put out that Dungeon Siege 3 is going to be coming out. So if you uh, played the original Dungeon Siege games by Gas Powered Games, uh, which is basically the same guy who came up with Supreme Commander. Hey, imagine that loop. But, uh, yeah, Dungeon Siege 3 is coming out, and some of the screenshots that are out there actually look pretty good. This is a uh, hack-and-slash adventure along the lines of a Diablo uh, or Torchlight or something like that, where it's basically a point-and-click adventure. But the neat thing about Dungeon Siege 3 is it's coming out on high-def consoles. And it was kind of neat in the the press announcement that they made. They said, hey, yeah, this thing's coming to PC and uh, high-def consoles. Basically, they could have just said it's coming out on everything except the Wii because it's the only high-def console out there, but I guess they, they wanted to be courteous. I don't know, maybe they'll come out with some kind of crap port version for the Wii eventually where you, where you wave your, uh, you know, your uh, Wiimote around and something happens. So, I don't know, it, it's, it's very sad because so many people out there, you know, in the hardcore gaming world, which is the area where uh, Nintendo's kind of getting shot down, which I don't think they care because their sales are so high of the DS and the Wii, they don't really care. But amongst the hardcore gaming community, all you ever see is, or, or ever asked of Nintendo, is when you're going to come out with a high def Wii, and uh, yeah, that would that would be of interest to me. You know, when you have a nice high def TV and it's big, the Wii really shows its limitations graphically. So anyway, didn't mean to get off on a tangent, but if you like the original Dungeon Siege games, kind of kind of neat. Looking forward to see what they do with this. I know Dungeon Siege Two. My biggest gripe with it was that it kind of used just an enhanced version of the original Dungeon Siege engine, and so it looked dated when it first came out. The same was true of Space Siege. If you ever played Space Siege, which is basically Dungeon Siege in the future, you know, instead of swords and uh, crossbows, it's laser guns, uh, it was very clunky to play because the engine just, just was really showing its age. So the uh, screenshots they're showing off, yeah, they, they look pretty hot. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this one. Uh, if you want to check it out again, do do the usual. Do a Google search for Dungeon Siege Three. What else we got out there? Oh, really, really good to see. Uh, I, you know, I've been doing a little bit of Battlefield. Whenever I feel like getting my multiplayer killing on, I do some Battlefield Two on the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. And uh, really nice to see that they announced that uh, coming up this week, we're going to see VIP pack free. Uh, for uh, Battlefield 2 Bad Company. And the neat thing about this is if you're a VIP member, which to be a VIP member, all you need to do is buy the original game and have the VIP code that comes in the box. Uh, We talked about it, uh, I don't know, several shows ago. This is Electronic Arts' new copy protection scheme where they're basically saying, hey, if you buy the game, you're going to get a lot of free content. If you buy the game used or, you know, rent it, you won't have access to this content. But uh, it's neat to see because... They are really standing in contrast to Modern Warfare 2, which got a lot of heat because their first map pack was expensive. It was like $15. And uh, here we have the folks at Electronic Arts once again showing that they're, they're trying to be in this, uh, in this last year or so much more gamer-friendly. And the uh, new map pack to come out, which includes not only two new maps but two new modes, 
is going to be completely free for people who actually ponied up the money to buy the game. So I'll be looking for that again. It'll be out this week, and I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to doing some new maps. You know, it's it's uh, it's sad when you see some games just kind of rot because they don't get the maps out fast enough. So this being the uh, third VIP map pack, really, really good stuff. So uh, look for that one again. Battlefield 2 Bad Company VIP Pack 3 coming your way. Uh, speaking of deals, oh yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, we'll drop by, you know, one of the best sites, you know, that I, that I, I check it out probably on like a daily basis is, uh, Major Nelson's blog, which is over at www.majornelson.com. And, uh, you know, he posts up the new things that are coming out, uh, the new demos that are available and the deals of the week. Well, we got some really good ones on the Xbox 360 this week. If you're packing Xbox 360 heat, you might want to check out Worms too, which is 50% off. Uh, it only cost you like 400 Microsoft points. Oh, Serious Sam. This is another one that when it came out, I was like, ouch. It was 1200 Microsoft points, which is like 15 bucks. And it's basically, I don't know, basically a remake of a PC game with some high-def graphics and some things like that, and that was kind of expensive, but now you can get it for 800 points, which is only $9. Of course, Peggle. If you haven't played Peggle, you're probably not a gamer, or you don't at least enjoy puzzle games, so that one's on the cheap. And uh, Duke Nukem 3D, 400 points. That's like 5 bucks. And I can tell you, on the Xbox 360, it plays very well. Uh, Battlefield 1943 also getting a big price cut uh, this week for 800 Microsoft points. If you haven't played Battlefield 1943, but you enjoy online shooters, maybe you're doing some uh, Battlefield Bad Company, or you like Modern Warfare or Halo, but you're not playing this very cheap-to-play game, uh, you're missing out because the fact that it's an arcade game doesn't mean that it's awful. It's actually extremely good. My biggest gripe with Battlefield 1943 is when it first launched, it was the fastest downloading game on Xbox Live Arcade, and I immediately said, hooray, this thing's going to have a lot of DLC. They're going to keep adding new levels. You know, it's basically a remake of uh, Battlefield 1942, which was available on the PC years ago, but it only has uh, a handful of maps in it. And I said, God, they're going to release, keep releasing a lot of the maps that were on the PC version. And I don't know, I want to say about six months or so ago, Electronic Arts came out and said, hey, we have no plans to do anything else with Battlefield 1943. And I was like, how can you say that? It was the fastest selling game on Xbox Live Arcade, and you're just throwing it in the garbage. I don't know if that means that they really wanted to focus all their efforts on uh, full games like Battlefield 2, or if the success of it was so high, maybe we're going to see like a Battlefield 1944 as a retail release. I don't know. We'll see. It's coming out. Uh, well, we'll see if E3 has anything. Uh, to say about that, but uh, really great deals there. They they do this every week, and usually it's only one game, but they had a whole bunch of them. So I thought I'd get into it and uh, you know share the wealth. Yeah, hey, safety tip of the week. If you're using uh, Adobe Flash Player for your web browser, and who doesn't? Because as soon as you install Windows and you go to a website and you don't have it installed, like, 
I don't know, the second or third website you're going to go to is going to have like a giant black window and it's going to say you need to install Adobe Flash because it's so widely used. Well, Adobe came out today and said, hey, listen, folks, our latest version has some giant bug in it. And unlike doing your Windows updates and having a virus scanner and all that kind of stuff, you're going to need to get the latest version. So uh, they're recommending that you go into your Add or Move programs and dump Adobe Flash Player and uh, go on over to Adobe and download the latest version, which is one or sorry, 10.1 Release Candidate 7, which apparently uh, fixes this problem. And even though it's a release candidate, it's not the full version. They're urging everyone to go over there immediately and uh, get it because it's all good. Hey, speaking of Star Trek Online, I'm like uh, Lieutenant Commander 7 right now. And I promised myself that sometime on Wednesday I'll go ahead and land Captain. And I've already decided that when I get my new ship, it's going to be the USS Mitra. So uh, for those that don't know, yeah, because you're a freak. If you don't know what uh, Mitra is, yeah, we'll put it up as a wallpaper of the month. Hey, look at that. A little bit of a uh, little bit of roundabout there. If you don't check out FestivalBlood.com, you need to. We put up some really cool wallpapers of the month. I will admit that it's a complete 100%, 1,000% gimmick because a lot of search engines uh, direct people to, web, to my website based on uh, the really cool hot wallpaper we have. So it's a gimmick, and a lot of those people stay around. You know, we get, we get t- you know, I want to say it again. Thanks to everyone who, who sticks with the show. We're actually getting it out lately on a more regular basis, and I thank you for that. The easiest way to get the show, of course, is to subscribe over on iTunes, and we puke that into the microphone on a pretty regular basis. But if you don't subscribe on iTunes, please do. If you don't know how and you have iTunes, yeah, just click on the link on the left-hand side of the page on festivalofblood.com and uh, follow the directions on iTunes to subscribe. Yeah, it's all good. So uh, what else we got for you this week? Well, uh, let me see. Just fill in time. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, I saw over on FilePlanet.com, which is one of the better places I like to pimp now and then to get... uh, All those gaming trailers we talked about are over there, by the way. A lot of them are on the Xbox 360 video marketplace, but if you don't have an Xbox 360 and you want to check out some of the videos, yeah, FilePlanet over at www.FilePlanet.com has them. I saw something really neat when I was there. I I didn't want to download it because I don't have anybody that uses it yet. And this is one of those, you know, uh, chicken and the egg kind of things where you know you don't want to get it because you don't know anybody that has it yet so why bother but uh, the folks at Dolby came out with something new uh, it's called Dolby Axon A X O N and you can download it over on fileplanet.com apparently it's going to revolu- revolutionize internet voice chat which i, I think they kind of put the thing out here's my guess with E3 coming up, they wanted to get it out there because they're probably going to talk a lot about it at E3. And they went ahead and released a standalone client, much like Ventrilo or any other uh, Internet voice gaming chat type setup. But I really have a feeling that if it's coming from these folks and they're calling it Dolby and it has this really neat like developer name, they're probably going to make a push to go ahead and have this technology integrated into a lot of games. You know, some games like World of Warcraft or even a lot of the Valve games like uh, uh, Counter-Strike, have built-in voice chat. And, uh, yeah, it kind of sucks. So uh, they're going ahead, and uh, may- maybe this is going to be an alternative solution, which actually sounds clear. Uh, it's high performance. We'll see. I don't know. That's what they're claiming anyway. 
And so I just have a feeling this is something that we're going to see perhaps built into games, not so much a standalone client, which is what we really need. You know, the neat thing about Steam is is it's a very unified gaming service. It'd be nice if it had a unified chat system uh, that was very much like Xbox Live. The, the PC desperately needs something like that. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, we'll find out hopefully more at this year's E3, which, uh, as I said, we'll cover. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll do the usual version of E3 coverage after the show here on Festival of Blood. So with that said, I'm going to go ahead and end things up. Yeah, we're not going to play around. We're not going to do the, the usual, I don't know, lead out to the show because, well, like I said, not a, lot, not, not a lot to get into. Look for a lot more next week. Yeah, we're going to end things up with one of my favorite tracks from a rock band. Yeah, I can play the thing on maximum difficulty because I'm that good. Yeah, we'll see you next time. It's been Festival of Blood Radio. Enjoy. can do this song in maximum difficulty on uh, Rock Band. If you don't know who Rona Mitra is, which uh, you know, I said I was going to do the USS Mitra, if you don't know who she is, she's uh, yeah, she's the chick in the third Underworld movie that's uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I guess I'm just going to save you the pain and suffering this week. I, I got to get back to Star Trek Online. See you next time. It's been good. Check out the cool E3 stuff coming up. See ya.